Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about getting the buy-in. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, how do I get how do I get my stakeholders to buy into my proposals? Well, you are going to have to be a senior developer usually with a very very strong set of soft skills if you're gonna be able to do this all the time otherwise you're gonna just have to make your pitch and hope for the best so the problem with getting the buy-in for something is that in order for you to for, in order for me to answer this question I need to get you into a mindset that is very hard for a lot of people to understand because if you are only if you are co are a code monkey or if you're a philosopher or you're pas very passionate about engineering or think like overly passionate about engineering you will never understand this and what i want to tell you and i want to say this in the nicest way possible is that the people who are going to decide whether or not you get to do something don't give a shit about what the trendiest thing is. They don't give a shit about what your favorite solution is going to be or what the ideal solution is going to be. None of this matters. The thing that matters to them is how long is this thing going to take and what are the risks? Like, uh, is there any ben like, are there like the cost value an analysis is always is the thing that they care about. And if you can't understand that, you will never be able to get the buy-in for anything. You will never get it because I've and I've seen this a hundred times before. The worst developers, the most frustrated people that I ever like that they usually go really bitter. Like some of them get really really bitter or they go apathetic and they stop caring because they keep coming back with these big ideas about how we're going to change everything, how we're all going to just live in this perfect world where their technical vision is going to change this company we're going to change all the processes and we're going to do all of these things and nobody ever hears like nobody cares nobody hears them well they hear them out and the first few times and then after a while they stop listening to them because it's always the same it's always the same thing with these people they come in as if i mean imagine it's like listening to someone who comes back and say you know what if we just all hold hands and agree that we're not going to kill each other anymore, then we could have world peace. And everybody just nods and goes, yeah, that would be really nice, but how are we going to do that in a sustainable and feasible way with our current situation? And they don't usually don't have an answer to that, because they, they usually pitch it as if, oh, we just need to invest really, really hard. And that's not going to fly. And unless you can understand, this is where you need to be a little bit of a salesperson. You need to understand what is feasible to do in your current code base. Like, where are you right now? Where is the code right now? Doesn't matter if you've heard from some Google Tech Talk or something else, some source on the internet that, oh, this is the best thing that you can possibly make. If it's not 
feasible for you to get there from where you are right now. And that's why I keep on coming back to this, and you've probably heard me say this before. The problem is what the problem is. And you have to understand your problem, the problem that you have, before you can suggest a solution. Because if if your code or if your current product isn't really in a state where you are going to be able in a feasible amount of time migrate over to I don't know microservices or functional program it doesn't really matter what it is then you're not going to get the buy-in nobody's going if there's no benefit or there's a lot of risk or a lot of cost in doing something it, nobody's going to nobody's going to want to do that so what you need to do is to figure out improvements that you can make or proposals that is going to start moving you in the right direction. If your end goal is to make a complete rewrite, well maybe then don't suggest immediately that we're going to rewrite the whole system. Maybe start looking into slicing that up into smaller chunks. Just as you're dealing with epics and stories in an agile work style, start looking at the individual pieces. Don't just say we should rewrite the whole thing because it's ugly or it's bad. Take a concrete look at each section of what you want to do and say, all right, uh, I'm not going to be able to pitch that we're going to do this big change, but I can probably pitch that we should fix this area here. And if we fix that area, we might uh, that's going to unlock the ability to fix the next thing, and then that's going to unlock the next thing, and then we will be in a position where it's actually feasible for us to do this major change that I want to happen. So I'm going to have to be a little bit patient. I'm going to have to be strategic with my proposals and make a segmented type of approach to the whole thing. You can pitch what the end vision is, but don't try to sell the whole thing immediately. You have to sell it in a way where it feels that where it feels safe for the stakeholders to say, yeah, we can do this. It's like you, you always have to let them dip their toes in. You can't just ask them to take the plunge unless you have some serious backing or some very, under certain circumstances, you can absolutely do this. If you are a really good salesperson, you can absolutely do this. And if you have the authority, there are ways of doing this. I mean, if you're the CTO, you can basically come in and say whatever the fuck you want, as long as you, nobody is above you. The, whatever you say goes usually but that's the thing that a lot of developers don't get when they want to get the buy-in the other part of it is as I was saying the sales part like you have to have the soft skills to do this figure out what is important because nobody cares if you say that oh we should just have a bunch of unit tests if you don't know how to market the suggestion of unit tests if you say yeah if we just write unit tests the code is going to get better that, that's not a really strong sales pitch However, if you say that, well, I checked the numbers and we're in, uh, on average, we're actually spending this amount of hours on fixing bugs right now and the system is kind of unstable. So if we invest X amount of hours, so it's like say we create a budget or something like that, we can probably get that number down so that we can spend more focus on developing new features and not so much time on just fixing issues and bugs. That's a much stronger argument. Now you're catering to a business person or somebody who doesn't really understand the correlation between quality software and testing. So you have to think uh, in some cases how you formulate yourself. You have to be a little bit of a salesperson and tell people like talk their language if that makes sense so what I want you to take away from this 
is that if you want to get your stakeholders to buy into your proposals and your ideas, number one for you is to figure out how can I sell this? What is the value proposition that I'm making towards my coworkers? Who am I going to talk to? If you're talking to your own coworkers who are programmers, well, they're going to think in one way. So you need to think about, okay, how can I structure a good argument for, say, functional programming or reactive programming or whatever? What, what's going to get them excited? And then if you have more people involved in the conversation, this is why usually at bigger companies it takes more time to do this. It can be a long process because you're basically a mediator or a diplomat. You're trying to figure out how to structure the argument and present a solution in the best way possible to different people. And you need to figure out how they think about like what's important to them, just like a salesperson. The other part of it is going to be you need to understand that you can't you can't come in with the idea that you're just going to change the world overnight that's not going to happen if you have a major change that you want to happen you're going to have to be patient you have to you're going to have to be strategic start thinking about slicing this this uh, major change you want up into smaller pieces because it's much easier for you to sell one part like step 1 of say a five step process and get the investment and i promise you if you can get the first sale and the second one all of a sudden you're invested and now the likelihood is much higher that you're going to get sale number three and four and so forth until you're at the last step and now you have your change you're just going to have to be a bit patient and strategic if you can do this odds are much higher that you're going to get practically everything you want and as, as a side bonus i'm not going to say this too loud if you do this you're going to get ahead of all your coworkers, and odds are that you're going to get promoted because you can actually get things to happen. Have a great day.